Welcome to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast, a time of devotional, discussion on everyday Christian topics, prayer, and even Bible trivia, with Professor Gigi, Miss Polly Pureheart, Miss Crown Call Chosen, and The Dude. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I know Professor Gigi is going to bring it today, as she always does. Okay. Well, actually, we were um, just talking about pain, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the walking, getting our the bodies walking. together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes, you know, walking is painful, especially when we haven't been doing it for a bit because, you know, we get overextended. But I have, um, I actually have, our devotional today is From Adversity to Destiny. And mm. it's from um, Oz Hillman, right? It says, the brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position. James 1.9. And before we start, let's just do a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we give you honor and glory. Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you open our minds, open our hearts, open our souls, Father, so we can receive your message. And that, Father, our message will go far and wide, not because it is our message, Lord, but because it is yours. We praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So it says, the brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position, James 1.9. So it says, most of us avoid pain. We keep our medicine cabinets loaded with pain relievers. We couldn't imagine major surgery without an anesthetic. We are so averse to pain that we think God must desire that we will experience pain-free lives. After all, a loving God surely wouldn't want us to suffer pain, would he? Although God takes no pleasure in our pain, we have to acknowledge that he sometimes allows painful circumstances to occur in our lives in order to shape us and make us more like Christ. Sometimes our times of despair turn out to be a much-needed light into our soul. I once came across the following poem written by an anonymous Confederate soldier, a devout young man who fought in the American Civil War. The lines of this poem express the soul of a man who has learned to view his times of adversity from a different perspective. I asked God for strength that I might achieve. I was made weak that I might learn humbly to obey. I asked God for help that I might do greater things. I was given infirmity that I might do better things. I asked for riches that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all things that I might enjoy life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I got nothing that I asked for, but everything I'd, I had hoped for. Almost despite myself, my unspoken prayers were answered. I am among men most richly blessed. So it says, do we trust God to lead us even though we can't see the pathway in front of us? 
Do we trust them to be all-knowing, all-loving, and all-powerful? Do we believe he does all things well? As Paul wrote, everything that does not come from faith is sin. Romans 14, 23. That's why God leads us through the dark places. Only in the darkness do we learn to walk by faith. And the prayer of an unknown soldier is quoted in Austin Prayer, trusting God to answer our prayers. That's in crosswalk.com. But, you know, I was looking through several, you know, uh, devotionals that I do. And I was asking God, okay, what do I bring to the table, right, to our devotional? I always do that. And it usually has to do with some subject we've we've talked about in the past or something that we're dealing with in the in the present. And it just so happened <laughs> we got into the subject of pain, right? And I say, oh wow. So I guess that was the topic because you know I try to see what topic is it that God really wants us to talk about. So you know. Um, before I say much, I just want, um, to see what you guys say about that. Yeah, I think, um, it was very timely and, you know, if we look back, I remember I used to, when you learn into walk or you're learning to ride a bike or you're learning to do something new, sometimes you stumble and fall and skin your knee and you go run into your mom yep. and she's like, all right, cry it out walk it off. <laughs> so I think that the responses kind of help you learn how to respond. And you know, well, you start to learn that, hey, it's only going to last a minute. And I get to ride my bike wherever I want now, you know, within reason, I'm going to go across town. But you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, pain, pain is definitely a part of life. And as you respond to it, what kind of structures you put around your response kind of prepares you, you know, that's yeah. why you got to Parents are really key in framing how, you know, it's good for boys to cry. Yes. You know, it's, it's, we tend to coddle too much nowadays, I think. Yeah. No. And, and, and I think that's a good point because, um, you know, I was also reading, and while well, listening to another um, sermon preaching that unfortunately, you know, we, and I know I did this as a parent too, because, you know, we parent as we're parented and, you know, one generation teaches the other according to the prior generation, unless you, you know, you say, okay, let me cut this, <laughs> let me cut this bad parenting and let me put in place true parenting or actual what is parenting should be right but i remember um you know mostly they do it although they did it to us to the girls too but mostly to the boys oh boys don't cry stop crying don't let it out you know like stuff it you know what i'm saying and i think a lot of us stuff the pain stuff the thing that is causing us problems and we get stuck in that you know, even in that stage of of immaturity, you know, whatever 
let's say a painful event happened in our lives, you know, when we were 12, when we were 13, when we were five, whatever, 20, 25, and still at, you know, 70, 80 years old, we're still stuck in that, you know, in that time frame, in that area. Yeah, that's why I think, you know, sports, like we were talking walking and tennis and, and sports, it's really important for that kind of development for children. And, yes. you know, obviously a strong foundation of faith, you know, if you've got good examples around you, bent but not broken, that kind of watching your parents, your siblings, how they respond to uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Having the freedom to express yourself within reason. Yes. That really helps, you know. Yeah. 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 Learning to express in a positive way, you know, yeah. learning to express it, get it out, but even in a negative way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cause I mean, we get angry. Yeah. And even Jesus got angry. The only thing is, is do not let your anger, you know, sin, you know, don't sin in your anger. I was another of the devotionals. That <laughs> I was yeah. At. Yeah. But, when you know, I, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. When I think about pain, you know, some people adapt to pain. Yes. And I had, it was this one guy I was taking care of while working uh, in the hospital. He had, uh, he had gone for a right hip replacement. So we know that post-op, that these individuals are going to have some degree of pain. Right. But this guy never had pain and so we we were wondering well what the heck is going on and mm -hmm. um and so you know they give baths to the the patients every morning that the aids and whatnot uh there was um numbers it was an older gentleman very old there was numbers tattooed I think yes. it was on, near, on his arm or something. Yeah. And uh, when we dwelt, when we got into the history of it through his family and whatnot, he remembered the pain from the Jews, the, the concentration camps. Right. So yeah. when he got the pain of the hip surgery, it didn't compare to the pain he suffered back then. Right. And so, you know, in that case, when you adapt to pain and you know it's a painful situation is it what I mean what doesn't kill you make you stronger sort of speaker yeah. how even though we know it's a painful situation and we could see it and we see a person not properly for lack of a better term responding to the pain that's being imposed on them how do we deal with that how yeah. do we deal with that individual that's that we know should be in pain but it's well, reacting a different way. We kind of know from, you know, the faith that he never said a mumbling word. Except, you know, father, father, why is thou forsaken me? So we do have an example. Yes. Um, and plus, you know, when he said, father, forgive them for they know not what mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that, that kind of pain memory 
you know, what is that muscle memory they call it when you can yeah. get back in shape after you've been an athlete and then fallen off the wagon or whatever, you can rapidly get back. So it's same for those kind of pain receptors, I guess. I don't want to know. I, <laughs> I don't either. I'm going to, you know, find out soon enough, you know, when they start the old beheading. But I hope I have that same kind of resolve you know, to be able to stand no matter what we're facing. Yeah. You know, is it all for his glory? I don't want to miss it. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, there's a, there's a positive to that part, adapt to pain and there's a negative because pain is, you know, we as, as, as medical people, the ones here that are medically inclined, <laughs> Um, medical background, we know that pain is an indicator, right? That's something right. wrong. That's true. So when you have pain, because a lot of us, when we, you know, how many, how many people have have not had pain? They've gone for a testing for something else, and they found that they have a cancer, right? How many patients did we have like that? That That's their true. cancer was found through other means because they had no pain, you know. Um, they might have had a mild discomfort, but it wasn't pain. So, and especially if you have a high tolerance for pain, you know, that's, that's subjective. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's also environmental and it's cultural, you know, because we're taught, you know, certain cultures are taught, you know, you can deal with the pain. You don't need medication. You can tough it out or whatever. You know, there's different things that involve that. It can be negative because in that instance, if you had gotten the pain earlier, you would have detected that cancer or whatever, you know, earlier on, maybe. Although a lot of times it's caught early because there is no pain. But at the same time, when you tolerate too much pain, then you go past the part of no return you know let's kind of put it that way you know you're, mm -hmm. you're you're you've you've let it go too far but one of the things that we you know as christians it it's like in james you know james james one one two to four it says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So, so in this story, you know, the reason for the pain was because, you know, that pain actually caused him to become a better man, if we put it that way. You know, it caused him to mature. And a lot of times we have to go through pain so that we can have a better outcome at the end of it. You know, no change comes without certain, you know, pain, metamorphosis, or whatever, you know, a caterpillar, you know, goes through a phase and it's, and it, you know, we don't know because we're not caterpillars, right? But I, I imagine there's some kind of effort put into it. There's some kind of, you know, the person has to go through, through, and, and it's like what Arlene said, you know, when we grow up, we, we start walking, we start crawling, we fall, we, we hurt ourselves, 
But that doesn't mean we stop and we get stuck there. We got to keep going, right? Because we got to keep maturing. We, we got to keep um, going to a, a, another level. And I think that that's why, you know, people who don't have uh, or have everything given to them and don't struggle too much for things kind of get very selfish. And we don't realize that pain and adversity and strife has a purpose. Yeah, it's like the... um. He talks about the seed, you know, when you plant a seed, it has, it's dried out, um, you know, it has to birth, you know, burst out of its, its skin and, you know, die. Yes. And regrow. So yeah, it's like how we have to fall dead to our old trespasses, die to that old life, pain and dying, depending on how tightly you're holding on to it. That's true. And, yeah, and that's the way of it, right? That we have to die to self. And that's painful. And that's not an easy process. And it's not a one one day thing. You know, it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime of of dying to self, you know, because every day we have interactions with people. You know, we have um, situations that many times are... <laughs> You know, our anger, our temper, our character, personality, just kind of, <laughs> hmm, you know? And it really hurts when you have to bite your tongue so yes. many times <laughs> throughout the day. That's true. Because yes. <laughs> you have to do it physically. <laughs> yes. And when you have those little teeth marks in your tongue at the end of the day, you know what you know? You're going through. You're making it happen. Uh, I have a question. So you surrender to God. I I just had a developing story just pop up. And this is very disturbing. Um, um, You surrender to God. I have a friend of mine. Um, I met her at a conference where I was and I I prayed for her. I didn't even know that she was going through these things. And I just prayed as a leading of the Holy Spirit. I took her number from time to time. She was messaging me. Her husband took her phone away. Now I read a message just came in. Um, this is disturbing. She surrendered to God. This man abused her mentally, mentally and physically, if she doesn't in front of the children. Mm. And um, she just met, you know, she said, I surrender to God. It's funny that we're talking about this here now. She just messaged me. I surrender to God. I'm doing my best. What? So my thing is, okay, because people will come with us with situations like this. Since we're talking about pain, the person surrenders to the Lord. They're not chatting back. They're not doing anything. What more can the person do there? Yeah. A lot of times, that what do you say? You know, because there's a spirit attached to that person, to that man. And, um, prayer and fasting and, you know, walking towards what you want, which is like, um, separating yourself, you know, going outside, doing, you know, I don't know, stepping more towards God actively. I don't, it's, uh, I ran. When I was in a situation like that, the Lord yeah. opened up. I was able to get a job and, you know, find a friend to let me move in with them. Fortunately, there were no children involved, but, you know, I had to take action. I had to 
I had to take action and pray the Lord would open up opportunities for a safe place away from that person. Um, yes. Confidence, courage, um, trust. And, you know, he's not, he, there's, there's scripture that says, you know, about being unevenly yoked and not putting, you know, not having yourself in a position where you're going to be abused. Right. Um, it's so hard. It's so hard when you are. She, she said, um, I can't leave the four children. He doesn't want me to leave with the children. She said, when, when I don't answer him, he sometimes wait till I go to the bar and push me outside. And they live in a very affluential neighborhood. And many times people have to rescue her naked skin. And um, mm. she has four children. She said, this has been going on for years. I expect this to be a godly marriage, but it is not. And like, I'm losing my faith where God is. And that's the problem we're having now today. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and the problem, too, is that, um, you know, well, there's several problems here. Like, Arlene, when you get into a certain situation. I pray the word know, back. He says, I will be your shelter. I yes. will defend you. I will provide a place. You know, yes. being able to know that God is real and, you know, putting him on point for showing up and being a strong warrior on our behalf. Um, yeah, yeah. Definitely seeking God, you know, and not because see, she's, she's losing. Yeah. She's losing that faith and see, that's where you have the to, acne. you have to hold on to God even mm -hmm. further and harder and more dire because, you know, those situations are hard because, you know, we can give, as many advice as we want to, or we think, but we're not in the situation. Yes. So we don't know all the aspects of what's going on. You know, one of the things she does need to do is seek safety. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, I know she doesn't want to leave her kids. It depends on how, how the kids are. If he's not abusing the kids, only her, then she needs to get the heck out of Dodge. And start putting and, some things, the network together of people who can help. I'm sure there's agencies out there, whether you're affluent or, you know, poor as a church mouse, he has guardians and, and there's programs and uh, trusting God more than yeah. the situation. Yeah, trusting God more than the situation. Because... Was, um, is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah. It's a, it's a very hard situation. It's a very hard situation. Um, you know, and whatever people outside can help her with, and, mm -hmm. you know, like networking, like uh, Arlene said, and putting things in place, you know, sometimes they, it takes a while. And there might but, be somebody right in her whole neighborhood that that has a network of underground how to get people to safety. I mean, there's so many other. She's not the only one, which is so sad. So, you know, surrounding yourself with a great cloud of witnesses, understanding that, you know, this is not of God. No, 
whoever comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and if those are the things that your mind is being destroyed, your confidence, your your soul peace, then that's an enemy attack. And we have a conqueror. We have a conqueror. Yes. Sign up all the way. Not half in and half out. Trust and believe. Right. Amen. Amen. And, you know, right now, you know, that's a source of prayer for us because we need to, as a body of Christ, we need to pray. I'm alongside. But, you know, I'm I'm all a, I'm all with uh, <laughs> Nehemiah, you know, with the with the with the book of Nehemiah. You know, he he was he was constructing he was constructing the walls of of Jerusalem, but it was like he had the word of God in his hand, and he had a sword because there were enemies around, and you know the enemy was going to come at him with whatever, you know, if you read the, the, the story of Nehemiah, you know, he had a lot of enemies around trying to de- detract him from doing what his job was, his role. And, you know, and it's hard, it's hard. Life is hard. And, you know, sometimes situations are not very, you know, situations are not good. Yeah. And do but internally, to- internally, uh, spiritually she needs to keep up her faith in God because you know God can God can change circumstances in a heartbeat yeah and you're so close she's so close to her victory that's why you know her yeah and the enemy's coming on stronger trying to break her down because he knows he knows she's going to win and be victorious and have the strength to get through this. She can't give this is that she confided in her pastor. Hold on, please. Just a minute. These pastors got a lot of millstones lined up for them. (laughs) About the letters, about the abuse. And let me tell you, this is not just abuse. Mentally, the mental abuse is so bad. He does it in front of people. He doesn't care who's around. Right? That's how the degree he is sexual in every single thing what mm-hmm. if she don't even want it in other parts she has to do it because that's what's good and the pastor told her one time she ran away with a car with the kids mm-hmm. and the pastor told her to go back home she said this is a third time she said anytime that particular pastor that told her to go back home is associated with any pastor that she know she will disconnect herself from any church she's going to because he tell her to go back home because marge is like that mm-hmm. that's not that's not true that is not no. true no. that is no. not true yeah, no. Started out as a godly marriage and ended up in this, and this is going to be seventeen years. <gasps> oh, no That's way. a long time. Yeah. Need some, some errands and some some prayer parties. But that's the thing. She has to message me and delete the message and tell me don't reply back. But what I noticed, somebody's messaging me right now. So I don't know if it's he messaging me because her the her way of texting is different from his way mm. and those kind of stuff. Yeah, and. He told her, she said he told her um, some business money, Guyana, her, his wife ran away from him and went till to the, some other Caribbean country. And he sent people till there and kill her, which is true. So you're trying to drive fear in the girl and her mom died. And it, it, this is the, even, she said, even at the, um, when her mom died, he wanted her to come home a particular time. She couldn't stay, you know, to, inter- to interact with a relative. It's, it's, this is mad. This is really crazy. And, Yes, I she said I know you told me to pray, trust God, but I call these people that in Guyana that 
do they call themselves help and shelter to help they never have space they never have this she said yeah. some a counselor told her um try to get a place to stay but she said okay how am i gonna leave without money there's a next thing too right Right. And she said this morning he's pushing her outside naked skin in front of the in front of the lawn and told her to leave without the children. She said, but this thing started from just physical, not a physical, physical mental abuse, your verbal abuse. And it just keeps coming now, now it gets worse to all of these things. Right. And her name is Dacia. Her what's name her name? Well, if, the, if the devil Dacia. sees an opening, he's gonna use it. Yeah, Dacia. what's her, what's her name? Stacy, what? Dacia, D-A-C-I-A. She he's said fine. every time she's thinking, okay, he's gonna change after year after year. Right thing, he's gonna go to church and say he's getting better, and yeah. it's the same thing over and over. She doesn't no. believe in them lies. She's asked me, should I leave just like that because she she's over by the neighbor to get something to put on? Should I leave just like that and leave the kids? Mind you, she has four daughters and they all teenagers. Like okay, they're between the ages of eleven to, I think, fourteen. Three of them. Then she has a son. He's only six years old. Yes, go. Yeah. If she's got an opportunity to leave, yes, go. Trust right. the Lord. Right. Trust and pray the Lord. Trust, trust yes. that he'll take care of her kids. That's right. He's the but one who gave them to her. Out of there. He gave them to her. Yes, please go. 17 yeah. years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and trust and believe. She can't let go. She can't let go of fully trust and when you what is it you it depends on how close to ground level you are right before you have to totally surrender and this may be her day of surrender and watching the lord come forward her yeah because that surrender is not surrendering to her husband because mm. you know he has he has broken covenant people need to understand the husband yeah. is to love his wife as the church, as Jesus loves the church. Mm -hmm. Jesus would not do any harm to his church, to his people, to his bride. And yeah. people get that stuff mixed up. She doesn't have to be unfaithful to him. Unfaithfulness is the only time where, you know, God, um, you know, says a, 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 about divorce, but she's going to need to get, she needs to get out of there. She needs to get out of there because, you know, she might not be around to take care of them kids if he if he does, you know, harm to her. So she's got to. It's it's like the you know the analogy they put about the plane when you get on the plane, and you have to put your 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 oxygen mask on first when you have kids because if you faint and you you nobody can take care of your kids. You got to put that oxygen mask first and then you take care of the kids. Save yourself. Yes. Yes. Because if not, she's not going to be around to take care of them kids because men escalate. She's, she's already escalated to a point that is not acceptable. The first word that came out the mouth was unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, but, you know, this, this is a, 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 a means, Arlene, if you have some kind of means and stuff, you know, you yeah, know about stuff like that. You you can put that in in place. You know, pray. Very honest, I, I I want to call the police right now. To be very honest, and you know what he did? He caused her to have a separation from her siblings. Since the you know, sometimes I think these men is do these things to keep you isolated. So yes. now, 
stabilize yes. the, two, the, the two sisters that is remaining. He caused yes. a problem, caused her to have a problem with them. And like yes. they don't want her now. It's like isolate her. This girl doesn't go nowhere. He goes with her every single where she goes. If yes. he stay in her for a couple of minutes, he's back home and also he has camera. That is imprisonment. She said to Penella, this thing started us just with verbal abuse. She said, okay, he's going to change. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I tried to do my best. But when I checked myself, it's been, it started with the first child. Then it, this is, I, I'm really feeling it for her now. I'm really feeling it for her now. Yeah. Yeah, it's escalated because, you know, it was allowed to, unfortunately, you know. Anyway, guys, um, yeah, I mean, pain is, 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 is is to to warn us of things going on wrong <clears throat> also builds up you know depending on what kind of pain it is it, we don't have to you know that kind of pain is not acceptable that's not the kind of pain that works towards you know maturity although it'll work in her because she'll she'll, she'll probably learn from all this what not to do but that takes time anyway you know, um, yeah, but in terms of the aspect of, um, in terms with our pain, in terms of God, there are times, okay, not this situation, there are times God would allow us to go through certain things so that we can learn and yes. grow. But at the same time, when we are going through, you might have situations whereby you're being going through at the job. I'm not saying that's right. But when you surrender to God and one of the things, when you, especially when you're dealing with people and you're going through pain, remember you have to have the godly mindset. Not everyone, yeah. not every situation. Because a situation like that, no. Surrender to God or somebody might scar you for years. As I always say, if you're going to um, walk in a room and that person that did you something for so many years and you still have a bitterness, that thing was never resolved. You haven't fully surrendered. You yes. haven't given it over to the Lord and let the Lord heal you from it. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. It's for God to move on your behalf because you're surrendered to your father. And the Bible said, when we are when we are weak, he makes us strong. But the Amen. world can always have it like this. Okay, when something happens, you have to retaliate. That's where you lose, where you lose yourself. Or not only lose yourself, the enemy has an opening to attack you and have defeat you and cause you to be powerless or you feel bent up or wounded. But when you're weak, when you're weak, Right, yeah, and you allow when the Lord, you submit to God, and you cry out to the Lord. He makes mm -hmm. you strong, and He takes over and fight that battle. Yeah, but you have to yeah. fully surrender. And okay, sometimes we can allow pride to get us. Okay, Lord, oh, somebody asks, I'm blessed and highly favored. God have this, Hallelujah. And when you yeah. come home from church, you're so wounded because you're not surrendering. God is gonna allow that thing to continue or poke you in the side until you say, Lord. This yeah. is hurting me with this sister. This is hurting me with this brother. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it is, mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. you come to that place and then God says, okay, I hear you now, my child. Let yeah. me heal. I yeah. hope that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's like what the, you have to Elsa it. Let it go. Just yeah. Let it go. And like the clay on the potter's wheel gets smashed to be reformed. Yeah, it's a difficult situation because Bob said, when we got married, we're going to start the way we intend to finish. So there is no front end on my first time he saw me without my makeup and still stuck around. That's when I knew, you know what? I can be myself with this, with this person. Right. So, you know, there's right. a line. And I told, you know, up front, here's our rules of operation. I'm not trying to hear any disrespect. I'm not trying to hear any disrespect. 
So we have to work through and he can't ever say, well, I never knew because I'm telling you everything. So it's difficult to dial it back, but. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, in her case, um, you know, he, he was hiding behind mm. Christianity, behind spirituality, which mm. was not real. And that, you know, is, is something that many, unfortunately, you know, fall under, but, you know, we, we need to pray. We really need to pray and, you know, um, put a hedge of protection over her with God's, with prayer, you know, God's protection and, uh, you know, do whatever we can on our end to, to assist, you know, in the situation, because yeah. sometimes it just has to come to light for things to happen, you know, because if you keep uh, you keep yes. that in hidden, yeah. it, nobody can help you because nobody knows what's going on, you know? Right, right. And, and she needs to, for the courage, for the courage, yes. for the courage to wholly lean on God, to wholly lean on God and get yeah. some verses that she can get yeah. down in her spirit that would, you know, yeah, yeah get that courage. Um, to wholly lean on him. Amen. Amen. Okay, guys, anyone else has anything? If not, we have to go to prayer, I guess. Um, nothing here, but I know that we're not fighting against flesh yes. and blood. Yes. We're fighting against the evil spirits that these people have allowed to come in them if they would have uh -huh. been prayed up. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, Lord. Well, and no problem is too great that he can't solve. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Courage, faith, trust. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm sending out a prayer. First of all, love God first, love one another, and that we pray for men and women. <laughs> uh, my prayer is that we love God first and love one another, and that uh, we pray for all these men and women that have yes. been in abusive relationships mm -hmm. and that God gives them the strength and the courage that is needed and the peace that mm -hmm. surpasses all and any understanding. My prayers is for Dacia this morning and um, as Ms. Polly Purehart said, the people that are being in abusive relationships, whether emotional, whatever, whatever is it, whatever abuse and above all is that people will draw more to the Lord Draw more to the Lord. Yeah. God of the oh, Bible. And for the, yes, and for the um oh yeah, I forgot it. Miss Paul, if you are for the, the distributing of stuff and for the podcast and our group here that the spirit of God comes to move through us. It does it's not about the crowd, it's about just where two and three are God God is in the midst. Oh, just that we continue to pray for our children to be covered. Of course, they are under constant attack, and we just pray for our governments to submit to God's will. You know, I pray for the same thing for government, you know, because we, we, we need the Spirit of God to really, um, you know, prevail in, in all the leadership, not only in government, but also, you know, in churches, for pastors to have you know, discernment, um, you know, especially with that pastor, what he told her, um, you know, um, I, I don't, 
I don't go with that, but you know that we we all have discernment of the spirit and that we understand Amen. that we are to love one another, we have to pray for one another, we have have to, you know, stand up for one another when when it's necessary, you know. Come so, to yeah. I, go I, ahead. I I'm sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. I think God used you for a moment like this because pain was what was needed to be discussed. Yes. And yes. um, I think it's going to reach a lot of people that are in these situations. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah we, we need to, yeah, we need to understand that, you know, I mean, the covenant of marriage does not mean you, you, you submit to abuse, any kind of abuse, mental, sexual, any kind, you know, uh, physical does not that this that's not what that means. Okay, go ahead, Arlene. You were saying something. Yeah, no, just um, you know, that the Lord would send someone to yes. stand beside her to give her this courage that she needs for these next steps and not to go back because of fear. So that this fear will inspire courage to lean wholly on the Lord. And for, you know, I've many people in, in my sphere, you know, have had. Yes. this situation and have overcome step by step you know it's not add water and mix and then instantly you have a cake you know some right. eggs have to be broken and so right. but now taking a step in faith towards the future what well, jeremiah 29 for i know the plans i have I for you. you for a future and a hope not to cause harm right. that is what her foundation needs to be that this situation she is in is not of the Lord. Right. And start That's relying on these pastors. Thank you. They're, they're, too. they're just the millstoners. The millstoners. Yeah. Not all yes. of them. Not all. Not all. Oh. But, um, <laughs> you know, if you're yeah, young, in the, if you're young in the word, you need to just use that word. Use that word because God's will, God's word is not a lie. So right. use that word to propel you. Amen. Amen. And he Amen. will send, he will send someone. He will send someone. He will yes. send someone for her. He will send someone for her. Okay, let's pray. Dear God, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we give you honor. We give you glory. Father, we thank you, Lord. Even amidst all this this chaos, Father, all this abuse, all all the things that we hear going on around the world, Father, we know that, Father, you are not the cause of it, Father. First of all, we understand that you are a loving God, Father, that the enemy is the one that is creating all these situations, Father. We live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen generation, Father. We live in a fallen humanity, Lord, because of our disobedience to you, Father, even in the in the Garden of Eden, Father, with our first human parents, Father. We ask you, Lord, that you give us discernment, Father. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that you give us understanding, Father, only your understanding, Father, understanding that surpasses all knowledge, all wisdom is you, Father. We ask you, Lord Jesus, especially for this lady, Dacia, Father, we ask you, Father, that you intervene on her behalf. Father, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you put in her heart the desire to serve you, Father, the desire to seek your face, the desire, Father, to listen 
Father, to people who give her right and spiritual counsel, especially, Father, that Tupacnella can influence her, Father, that she can be able to assist, assist her in whatever situation, whatever way she can. Father, I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you be the one to send someone on her behalf, Father. You send someone to her who can help her in that situation she's in, Father. Uh, we know that it is a terrible situation, a terrible thing to be in, Father. And I know that those of us who have probably been in, in, in situations of that nature, Lord, we understand what can happen, Father. But we ask you, Father, that you send your angels, that you put hedge of protection around her, around her kids, Father, around her her family, Father, and that they will be able to come to her aid, especially the ones that have been alienated, Father, because we know that is part of the process of abusers, Father. They alienate the victim so that they have no source of, of help from the outside, Lord. But we put this situation in your hands, and God, we ask you, Lord, that you provide for her the means of escape, Father, because your word says that you will also provide the the, the the means to escape the temptation and the means to escape the situations that we get that we might get into and especially for her Lord we ask you father that um, you give her the courage father as Arlene has stated you give her the ability father to seek help father to not fear father to to put all her trust in you father because we know that we need to trust you, and we need to show that we trust you by letting go, Father. Let her let go, even though her kids are still in the in the in the in the house, Father. But sometimes you, she she needs to know that she needs to get help for herself first, Father. Father, we ask for each and every one of us that Lord, we thank you that you have provided this means for us to be able to pray for each other, to pray for other people. Father, to pray for the situations of the nations, Father. We pray for the leadership in the governments, Father, especially there in Guyana where, where our sister Tupanela is. Father, we ask you, Father, for all, all that's going on there, the politics, the environment, sometimes even the poverty, Father, that is that is prevailing there, Lord. And we ask you also that you that you protect. Miss Crown called chosen that you protect her family, you protect her daughter, especially that you continue to heal uh, Kiara, Father, as she has gone through these fevers and through this illness, Lord. And we know that you are with her, Father. We ask you for each and every one of her family members that you protect them, that you be with them, Father. And they continue to seek you, that they continue to look for your presence in their lives, Father. We also ask you, Father, for our sister, um, Ms. Polly Pureheart, Father, she's always asking for love for one another, Father, and, and we want your love, Father, your agape love, Father, because there are so many loves out there in the world, but the one we are asking for is, is the, the love, Father, of others, not necessarily of ourselves, Father. We ask you, Father, that you continue to help us to deal with the situations of the day, that we continue to be a voice in the wilderness as John the Baptist was, Father, 
that we proclaim your name, Father, that we proclaim your kingdom, that we proclaim, Father, your mighty works all over the world, Father. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, that you especially be with this, with the generations of children that are coming up now, Father. We ask for your protection, Father. We ask all these situations with the schools and 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 the way that they're training these children to 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 be immoral many times, Father, not even to to know you, Father, because your word is not spoken in many in many schools, Lord. We ask you, Father, that you continue to protect these children, Father, especially from abuse and from so many things going on, Lord that they are subject to, and, and sometimes even the parents are the ones perpetrating these situations, Lord. I ask you that, that your Holy Spirit, Lord, be upon each and every one of us, Father, that your Holy Spirit, Father, permeate in the, in the, in the halls of leadership, in the government, Father, in the governors, and in everybody, Father, that has a role of leadership in this, in this world, Lord. We ask you, Father, Lord Jesus, that you continue to help us to surrender to you, Father, because the word is not only for Dacia, Father, it is also for us, that we can surrender to you, Father, that we surrender our lives, we surrender our minds, our souls, our strength to you, Father, because we know that when we are weak, Father, you are strong, Lord. We ask you, Lord that you continue to be with each and every one of the marriages here, Father, for Arlene's marriage, for um, Ms. Pali Purehart's marriage, Father, for uh, the children, the grandchildren, the, the all of our family members, Father, especially those who do not know you, Father, that we, Father, can be a light amidst the darkness that is around us, Lord. We ask you, Father, that you continue to keep us, you continue to bless this um platform, Father, as we continue to speak your word and to teach, Father, the things that you want us to teach, Lord. We praise you. We give you honor and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, amen and amen. Yeah, sometimes right. I need this to come and get out into the light. <laughs> there you go. And then that's when he can work. There you go. Amen. Well, ladies, you and Jen, you know what time it is. God be with you till we meet again. And I loved you and ain't nothing you could do about it. Amen and hallelujah. All right. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. In Jesus name, be salty. I believe. And it looks like I will also be closing with indeed. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Prayer Ladies Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send your prayer requests to cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. We also have live Bible study led by Miss Crown Call Chosen every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. For more details, email cpl at crazyprayerladies.com. Join us again next time for the Crazy Prayer Ladies podcast. <laughs>